Well, good morning, Mary Alice. We have a brand new week. We do. And welcome to Noah's Window. Mary Alice and I have been spending a lot of time in the scriptures lately, and we've just got some things we'd like to share with you this weekend. Yeah. We've especially been spending a lot of time in the book of 2 Corinthians, uh, really for three reasons. It's my one of my favorite books of the Bible. Uh, secondly, we're going through it in the one-year Bible. And Mary Alice, it's your next book. And it's the in next the book, book by, by book, book yeah, by book series. So Morales has read it, I think, what, six a or seven times. times. <laughs> yeah. And so we've been talking a lot about the book of Second Corinthians. It is a great book. By the way, if you're not signed up for Morales's book by book on September the 14th mm -hmm. on Wednesday evening, I think it is the next night for book by book. Mm -hmm. You guys have been going through the New Testament. And Second uh, Corinthians is the book, and again, as I said, it's one of my favorite books in the Bible. And you can sign up by going to newspring.org slash book by book. Say that one more time. Newspring.org slash book by book. I'll put the link below. Okay, very good. Well, today I want to just mine uh, a couple of verses out of the book of Second Corinthians chapter 7, Mary Alice, that have really spoken to my heart. And I think for all of us who deal with discouragement from time to time, which probably is all of us, there's a very special text here, and Paul is writing to the church of Corinth. It's his second letter. The first one, he had to spend a lot of time correcting what was wrong in the church, and now he's trying to uh, comfort them, at least those who have responded to his message. So uh, I want to pick it up in verse 5 of 2 Corinthians chapter 7. He's, he talked about when he and the team had gotten to Macedonia. Evidently, they had a lot of problems when they got there. I don't know specifically what they all were. I have a, an idea of some of the problems. But I want you to notice the four things he said that they were dealing with that got them upset or, or discouraged. He said, there was no rest for us. I take that to mean a lot of stress. You know, if you can't rest, it's probably a lot of stress. There was no rest for us. We face conflict from every direction. Mm. That means no matter where they looked, it, it felt like everybody was against them. Battles on the outside, number three, and fear on the inside. You know, I've got a sneaking suspicion from what I can draw from the scriptures that Paul's issue is anxiety. And, and maybe because mine is, I want, I want to see that. But, you know, there's that great verse in Philippians chapter 4 where he says, don't be worried about anything. But earlier in the book, he said he was so worried about something. You know, he was worried about the health of one of his team members. So I, I think that Paul did deal with um, anxiety. He didn't say that he didn't worry about anything. He just preached that, you know. Maybe Which, that was some self-talk. Self-talk, yeah, I think so. And, and that's good self-talk for all of us. So one more time, let me go over that. Paul said when they got to Macedonia, there was no rest conflict from every direction, uh, battles on the outside, and fear on the inside. And I think at least we're all going to go through that one time in our lives. We'll probably go through it several times where it just feels like everywhere we look, there's discouragement. But it's this next verse that really got my attention. But God, who encourages those who are discouraged, encouraged us. Mm. Now, that's the line that really I, I love, Brianna. the God who encourages the discouraged. Have you ever had that in your life? I mean, I know you have, but I mean, just kind of speak to that for a moment of, of just knowing when you're in a discouraging season, you just have a sense that God is still working in that. Time. Oh, absolutely. And I think if we just look for God's hand in those moments, we'll see it. But um, <clears throat> yeah, I, I feel like right now, uh, that would describe a lot of my life, and I think almost everybody I've talked to, yeah. 
the battles on the outside and fears on the inside. Yeah. And uh, I think when we're in those seasons, if we, first of all, I think as Christ followers, <clears throat> if we run closer to the Lord, um, He answers us. And He, he can very often send um, encouragement from an unexpected place, whether it's from His Word or from another Christ follower, an encouraging message. I know uh, in a particularly difficult time a few weeks ago, Unexpectedly, I got a, an arrangement of flowers. From, right. I, I know it's winter. I'm not asking you to send me flowers, but I'm just saying it was on a, a particular day that really yeah. m- meant a lot. And sometimes there's just a sweet message that comes from someone that just means so much. But I, I know that's God urging that, and I feel like those are messages from the Lord and encouragement from the Lord. You just opened up a whole new topic because with telling that that little story there. The God who encourages the discouraged evidently will use us to encourage. In other words, we can actually be messengers of encouragement that the God who encourages the discouraged, the discouraged uses. Absolutely. We're, we're God's messengers in so many ways. It reminds me of the verse where he's saying that we, when we go through a hard time, then we can comfort others. And the same thing with encouragement, too, I think. Well, I think there are two things that we have to do when we're, when we're in a situation where Paul described, you know, where we talked about no rest, we're stressed out. Uh, we get conflict around us. And we have stuff going on on the outside of us, and we have stuff going on with our own emotional mm-hmm. health. It's not good. Um, it is important for us to do two things in regard to the God who encourages the discourse. Number one is we have to believe that that encouragement is there. Absolutely. You know, we have to believe that he's the God who encourages the discouraged. Because what happens if we believe that instead of going to pieces, we'll go to God like you just talked about a moment ago. Because when we're in those situations, we feel weak right. and overwhelmed. And we just need to remember that God isn't weak and he isn't overwhelmed. Well, this next one, the second thing that we have to do uh, is very personal to me because I find this in my own self sometimes, in not, not doing the right thing, but doing the wrong thing. And that is we have to receive that encouragement mm-hmm. because sometimes we're just so frustrated and angry about the things going wrong in our lives. It's almost like, I don't want to hear an encouraging message right now. Mm-hmm. You know, I want the world to be straightened up. <laughs> I want all this stuff to be fixed. And it's mm-hmm. like... I'm not sure I want to hear encouragement right now, but we have to receive that, right? We do. We need to receive that encouragement. And and I think sometimes the encouragement that we receive maybe doesn't answer the the closest conflict in our life. And we want, every, like you said, we want all the little things to be fixed. And uh, God's encouragement most times is a little larger than the small things. Oh, it is. Doing. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I know in my own spirit sometimes I just get so frustrated with things that are not doing and they're not going well I want to say I, I don't want to hear any good news right now mm-hmm. I, I want to I want to I'm going to experience this down feeling because it, 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 it sort of corroborates my feeling that uh, things are bad things well, are bleak and that makes me think about the current situation which is a pretty grim situation for yeah. instance in our country the moral decay the the uh, spiritual bankruptcy the rebellion against God and if we if we look at that and don't uh, turn our eyes toward what God is doing no, we could just be, you know, sucked into that black hole. But God is busy doing things in yes. spite of all of that. God is at work. He didn't go on a vacation. He's still working and he's still doing amazing things. Well, I think this would be a good time to talk about what we're going to talk about Friday on Noah's window. Because okay. Friday on Noah's window, we're going to get into this a little bit. Oh, when we okay. think about the culture and everything that's going wrong in our world today. Well, thanks for joining Mary Alice and me on Noah's window today. Uh, it is great to know that we serve the God who 
encourages the discouraged. I love that line. Mary Alice, would you pray for us, please? Yes, let's pray. <clears throat> oh, Father, in these difficult days, we can become so discouraged. And, and I know that you understand that, Father. And Father, we just want to reach out and receive the encouragement that you provided for us. Help us to get our focus on you and what you're doing and all the exciting things that are going on in your world. And Father, for those that are watching or listening today that are facing particular challenges and particular discouragement, maybe there's a tragedy in their family or a particular financial crisis or a health crisis, whatever it is, Father, I just pray that you would bring encouragement and answer the need according to your will and according to your power. I pray that you'd wrap your arms of love around each and every one and guide us through this day, Father. We don't know what's ahead of us, but you do. And we trust you. We trust your leadership and we trust your love. And we promise to give you all the glory and the honor and the praise. And we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Mary Alice. And thank you for joining us today on Noah's Window. God willing, we'll be back tomorrow with another edition. Absolutely. God bless. See you soon.